Hey, Yaman. Hi, Shivali. What's up, brownies? Welcome to Brownish, the podcast where we'll discuss our experiences as Desi Americans, our histories and reflections, and thoughts on today's pop culture and all things to do with our diaspora. Join us. Hello. Hello, hello. How are you doing, Aman? I'm doing good. How are you, Shivali? Good, good. Hi, I almost, everyone. I almost called you Shibu. <laughs> Shib- that's, that is what you call me. That is what I call you. Today, we're going to talk about Hollywood and they season Hollywood specifically because this week has been so exciting with regard to the Bridgerton cast being on the, you know, on magazine covers. Uh, for those that don't know, Bridgerton season two is going to feature two uh they see girls and they are indian actresses uh from the uk and the u.s actually i should confirm that we'll probably do an episode about that eventually but yes um we saw some other people make headlines um including deepika pedicone who's a big bollywood actress kind of coming into hollywood like priyanka Chopra did and we're like gosh there's just so much representation happening but like where did it all start shavali and i Mm -hmm. have been wondering that and kind of asking ourselves like who do we remember growing up with? Who were the first ones? Because it wasn't always the case that there was brown people in the media. Yeah. And so we pinpointed three. The big three. The big three, we're calling them. Uh, the OGs of the early 2000s, Cal uh, Penn, Aziz Ansari, and Mindy Kaling. Yeah. Yeah. These three have really paved the way. And they certainly aren't the only ones. But just when Amin and I were talking, at least... Uh, three that have definitely shaped us individually and have really kicked off this new wave of, of brown representation in media. Um, so I, I'm going to start with Mindy um, just because, you know, she she seems like she's really in the spotlight these days. Yeah. Uh, we all, you know, we all know her from the office, but just a little bit background on her. So um, some people might know that Mindy Kaling is actually her stage name. She was born Vera Mindy Chokalingam. And Such a nice name. Yes, I know. Vera, like, I don't know. It's just, and also like Chokalingam. And I hope I'm saying that correctly, but just kind of rolls off the tongue. But she actually created her Mindy, her name, uh, stage name Mindy Kaling when she was doing startup because, you know, I, I think we both can feel this. Uh, we'll eventually have a, a names episode that, sometimes people just aren't able to say the name and it doesn't roll off the tongue for a lot of people and you just don't want to deal with that. So she took it in herself to be able to change her name to Mindy Kaling. But she was born in Massachusetts uh, to Tamil and Bengali parents. And she really kicked off her career before the office by interning um, and writing for the Conan O'Brien show, writing for several different um, TV productions. And um, really, once The Office kicked off, and she became a writer and producer on that show, she kind of became part of that, like, Judd Apatow crew. You you know, like, the um, Steve Carell and Paul Rudd, like, cast, that typical cast. It was so cool. And that was such, like, such a, like, I feel like in our, like, high school phase of early 2000s, like, just the it crew of, of comedy, like mm-hmm. Seth Rogen movies. Um, and once the office was kind of winding down, she started the Mindy project, which was 
so beloved, lots of great Indian representation, Desi representation as well. Um, Not the perfect show, not a perfect show, but it was the first South Asian led, written, produced, directed on basic cable, like such a big deal. Very big deal. Yes. And she had brought like she'd become like this household name. Everyone knew Kelly Kapoor from The Office. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's since gone on to produce more of these like young adult type of um, movies and TV shows like Never Mm -hmm. Have I Ever on Netflix and um, Sex Lives of College Girls on HBO, which I have not seen yet, but I've heard is really good, really good. And that one grew on me, I will say it grew on me. Yeah. Oh, never have are the sex lives of college girls. Yeah, that one took a little bit of a couple episodes. Never ever ever had me like from the get go, because the main character is just so endearing. Yeah. But sex lives was a little had to grow on me. I gotta say. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I'll have to I'll have to check them out. Um, and just as a really fun fact, she's a one percent owner of a Welsh soccer team for Swansea City, which I oh. thought that was pretty cool and like I, I, I that had to be like a bet like you lost a bet or something yeah <laughs> or, yeah, like or she won a bet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly so yeah and you know just because like we all know Mindy from um the office and Kelly like, like I, I would always get like people who would tell me like oh my gosh you're just like you're like Kelly Kapoor mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and it wasn't the worst thing because Kelly Kapoor is kind of cool like she wasn't like nerdy per se but you know and she had like she was lusty she was like I saw someone call her a bimbo and like the news like she was like the lovable bimbo of the office and it's like bimbo is probably not a cool word anymore but yes like it was cool to be Mindy kind of or kind of uh, be Kelly rather it was honestly the the first time someone had said oh you're like this person on tv yeah like somebody and even though I was like eh like she's like not totally me like really at all but like wow there's somebody out there that represents me and Mm -hmm, that was mm -hmm. that was kind of a revelation and kind of similar in in that like office genre Aziz Ansari also became super popular too right Mm -hmm. you know again born in the states he's born in South Carolina um he has Tamil Muslim parents um, we all know him for his stand-up and obviously his role as Tom Haverford in Parks and Rec. And really after Parks and Rec, he went on to do like all these different other types of projects. Like um, he created Master of None on Netflix, which is such really a beautifully done series. Right. Um, like it was, a, it was a funny show, but also had dramatic elements, which, yeah. which is, we'll talk about this more, but like, a lot of Daisies in Hollywood have to be comedic all the time. And Aziz is surely part of that. But he took on a little bit of a dramatic role in that. Because that show has like elements of like darkness, heaviness. So that was cool to see um, him do some like something more versatile. Uh, instead of just kind of being funny. Because a lot of, I think, Asian and, you know, specifically South Asian representation, like always has to be funny in some way. Like it yes. just has, like that's the only way we're in. Like you have to be funny, you have to be nerdy, you have to be X, Y, and Z. Like. it's been nice and we'll talk about this more how the new Daisy folks can have some versatility can be serious can be dramatic can be uh you know um from early you know British queen days you know whatever Mm -hmm. like it doesn't make sense but it's it's fun to see um yeah he really does bring in like some darker tones in that show. And mm-hmm. he ended up, you know, he was writing, uh, he wrote, what's it? Modern Romance. Yes. And um, 
he wrote about like the challenges and the pitfalls of dating in modern society today with technology. Um, and, you know, actually fun fact, I, I want to say really quickly, he was the first person of Indian origin to host SNL in 2017, which 2017, huge in 2017, which I was, when I was reading that sentence, I thought it was going to be like a little bit earlier, but it's, it's so recent, but so yeah. important. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, Aziz has kind of uh, gone, you know, back on, he's, he's, he, he's a little bit less in the public eye since um, the sexual misconduct uh, allegations that came to light. Right. Um, it shed a lot of, of light on the Me Too movement. Um, mm -hmm. That one, you know, narrative in particular was um, a, a challenging one because there were a lot of sides to the story of um you know he came out and apologized but also a lot of people said like the way that the you know the victim or the accuser yeah. came out was a little bit there was some gray area there um there was you know but also you know discussions about Aziz Ansari's misogynistic behaviors as well so it, he he kind of has stepped away a little bit but it seems like he's producing on the side he started another uh, season of Master of None um, yeah. and, and start up on stand up again. But one person I want to focus on a little bit more is kind of the true OG, Cal Penn. The OG. Yeah. So I mean, underrated, so underappreciated, but I think he's having a resurgence. Yes. I totally, I totally agree. He is, he did it. He really paved those first bricks on this road to Hollywood. Agreed. So he was born Kalpan Suresh Modi in New Jersey to Gujarati parents. Um, and we know him, I think, you know, most of our friends, non-Brown, non-Desi friends, we all know him from Harold and Kumar, mm -hmm. Malibu's Most Wanted, shows like House, where he was a regular. Um, and also, Desi people know him because he was in these really, like, awesome coming of age movies one of the best american basie and the namesake the which, namesake beautiful oh, my god we have to do a whole episode about the namesake yeah oh totally totally i i feel like as i get older i think more and more about that book and that movie it's just amazing um and oh, real quick know, the yeah. for those who listened to our last episode about our parents stories the namesake is a movie about a fictitious but very realistic to a couple moving to America, raising kids, the trials and tribulations of the family, of the kids. It is so well done. I cry every time. I can probably start crying if I think about it too long. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, just a phenomenal movie. So if you want to watch Check something like that resonates with the stories that you heard last time on our last episode, like it's so perfect. It is so perfect. Yeah, that movie is great. And, and Jim Billy here. And the books. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. Um, so, you know, there, the other thing about Cal Penn, like, first of all, he, in terms of this, like, timeline, he was kind of this, like, late 90s, early 2000s presence in, uh, and representation in media and, and entertainment right before, you know, the Mindy Kalings and Aziz Ansari started coming out in, like, the embassy shows. And um, he was part of a really big blockbuster, like, teen American culture movies. I mean, Harold and Kumar, Malibu's Most Wanted, like uh, Van Wilder with with Ryan Reynolds. I mean, huge household names. And he was 
kind of the sidekick in the in these movies and you know Harold Kumar obviously main character and it just it really talk about representation I mean he was really in the thick of it and and one of the first ones to carve his way into real pop culture amongst these a-list celebrities um he does like there was actually there was something i was reading that he he did star in the show 24 Mm -hmm. um as a terrorist and he talked about how he almost turned down that role because of racial profiling but also it just the the internal conflict and the struggle of like well, this is also kind of an amazing opportunity and should I turn it down just because of the color of my skin or mm-hmm. what it really means? And so he's very open about that. He's always been very uh, involved in, in social uh, activism, being a very big political advocate for the Obama administration, was even a associate director for the White House, so the, uh, the um, Office of Public Engagement and mm-hmm. Intergovernmental Affairs, um, which like, man talk about brownie points with parents like (laughs) can what can't he do so i don't know if you know this story um when he was touring for the obamas it was my sophomore year i think so you were first year at Mm -hmm. college did you Mm -hmm. come to see him speak no but i saw that i I remember seeing this yeah right so a bunch of us brown people at uh, miami of ohio in the indian student association we went to this event. It was him and Nick Cannon coming to campus. So, you know, all the celeb obsessed people, especially Cal Penn, so exciting. We went and like stalked him after the event to like say hi, maybe take a picture. Um, we had told like the event planners, like, hey, the ISA is going to come and like we would love to like meet him because he's one of us. <laughs> um, yeah. So we waited, waited, and we all knew which room he was hiding in in the, in the student union building. And so we waited and waited, and then they finally come out. Nick Cannon comes out first, and he looks at us. He's like, oh, you you want to meet the other guy? You want to meet Cal? Uh, <laughs> and we're like, no, we'll, we'll meet you too. Like, you're cool. We love you from, you know, Nickelodeon. And, like, <laughs> I think at the time he was with Mariah Carey, so I, I said something stupid, like, how's Mariah? <laughs> <laughs> um, and Cal Penn comes, and he's saying hi, shaking your hands, takes a picture with all of us. And... Again, I don't think you know this. I gave him <laughs> an envelope with a letter about how I want to make it in Hollywood and oh a few of my like senior photos that were like my headshots. <laughs> yes. And I told him like, hey, like if there's any roles that you can't you can't take, um, but you want to like send someone else along, like just send them my headshot. Like I will play the terrorist. <laughs> I'll play whoever like if you can't take the role because you're too busy because you're touring for the White House like hit me up (laughs) even though I had no acting credentials and so the next day or maybe a couple days later he emailed me back he actually emailed (gasps) me back and said hey I'm in like I think it's so cool that you like (laughs) took a chance and gave me the letter I think if you really want to go into acting you have to pursue it you can't be a pre-med person like I I told him my whole life story um he was like you know just rip the bandaid if you really really want to do it like you you have to have that kind of chutzpah to make yeah. it in the industry so he was just he actually emailed me back so kind good oh my gosh amazing that's like oh god it just like there's some actors and celebrities out there that you're kind of like you feel their 
genuine mm-hmm. like, soul and with Calpen, I feel like that's just one of those people like I've never met you but I just feel like you are such an amazing person exactly. it's like exactly and I mean and very recently um he was in headlines because he has opened up about his sexuality he's come out as gay and that he's getting married to his longtime partner of 11 years and I mean it's just such when we think of people like Mindy Aziz and going back to, to Cal Penn, I mean, these are people who broke barriers. And what does that really mean? Like, yes, they broke barriers. They got into movies and TV shows. and they, But it's their journey that mm-hmm. really did it. And, uh, you know, they, we, we talked, I, I was saying that, you know, they've, they've grown, grown, grew up in New Jersey, South Carolina, Massachusetts. I mean, these are kids like us that grew right. up here. Right. And, we all dealt with the pressure of, you know, you know, perhaps we wanted to go down more creative career paths. And then there was just like societal, sometimes maybe parental, familial pressures. There were like no of, examples. Yeah. Of going into maybe STEM careers or very traditional career paths. And these are people who broke that cultural barrier and then broke the entertainment barrier to be Mm -hmm. real true representation representations and it just it it, it's just huge and 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 mind-blowing and they really just paved the way and they're they're not alone right I mean there's there's so many others so many others and yeah I think there's so many great interviews for folks if you want to like dive deeper in like the trials and tribulations of all these people and they all have books now Cal Penn included Mm -hmm. many have many um and they're all hilarious and touching in different ways and you learn a lot about them. I think Aziz is, is more of like a, his take on how to find modern romance. Um, yeah. I don't know that he has a biography book, maybe eventually. But yeah, you're right. Like There's so many other examples and we want to take a second to like talk about all the other people and again, encourage you brownies to like do a little research on any of these people. And if there's someone you want to learn about more, let us know. But of course, Apu came up as, you know, maybe a major person we want to talk about, but a complicated but- one for all of us. The character in The Simpsons. Exactly. Apu from The Simpsons. He is, um, he works at a convenience store. He owns a convenience store. He has a bunch of kids. I think Ganesh shows up sometimes in the episodes. It's a cartoon, so they can play some creative license. It's the 90s. I think The Simpsons started in the 80s, though. Um, and Apu was, you know, it for so long. Um, I got called Apu. My dad did. My dad owns a convenience store. So uh, there was, like- you know. That that's like to be general. It it just kind of also generalized. And the one thing that like when you were saying that, I said "ugh" because it brought back. First of all, Apu is voiced by a white. Yes. Uh, yeah. I don't know what do you, what do you call it? Voice actor. Voice actor. Yeah. Hank. And mm-hmm. which he's very talented, but that voice, the "Thank you, come again." Thank you, come again, ma. It's mm-hmm. like not at all what brown people any brown person sounds like mm-hmm. and that's what people would just say to me growing right, up right, right out of nowhere right like, that was the way to bully and like kids yeah. kids are always going to find the easiest thing like I actually a friend of mine was just telling me that kids nowadays some are wearing masks some aren't in school and if you are or not wearing a mask get bullied depending on which side of things you land on so like there's always bullying it for kids you know like the kids we grew up with they didn't know better I don't blame them but it was unfortunate that Apu was the only person in the media that they could be like, hey, you're like that guy that I see on this show that we all watch, The Simpsons. 
Yeah, and there's there's a great uh, movie that kind of um, dissects Abu and his cultural impact. Uh, Hari Kum Dibalu has a great documentary about that. Um, mm. And Hank Azaria and him go back and forth. Eventually in the media, Hank did not participate in the documentary, but he defends himself a lot um, until recently, until 2020, when he finally mm. apologized for, for doing what he's done for so many years. Um, that's just one person. We also had Raj from the Big Bang Theory. Um, mm-hmm. M. Night Shyamalan comes into the limelight during our like high school year, so you know mid to yeah. late 2000s. Um, Jabal Hiri, Gurinder Chawa, like uh, directors, uh, Mira Nair, um, who some folks might know from things like Monsoon Wedding, Mississippi Masala, Naveen Andrews, I'm Lost. Uh, Sarita Chowdhury, who's just showed up back in um, the new Sex and the City re- reboot, but she was oh, also yeah. she was big in the '90s. With, Love um, her. Made a movie with Denzel. Um, Slumdog Millionaire comes around, so we had a lot, a lot, a lot of things were popping up. Uh, you know, New Girl had a oh my god, what's her name? Simone. Mm-hmm. Um, there was there was folks popping up, and they were popping up in different roles, but there was still this, and there still is the woman actress role is attractive is exotic is that's still happening and a lot of men have to be funny Hassan Minaj is probably like uh the only person who's like not just nerdy he's like attractive and like wanted by everyone every population right so um I'm looking forward to, to being more like diverse representation right now it's you know still a lot of like ooh exotic new pretty lady and a funny brown guy um, so I'm excited to see the evolution of this stuff. But yeah, those are just sort of the people that were in the early 2000s that that came to mind as we did research. And I was actually pleasantly surprised by the number of people that emerged in like the 2010s. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I did feel like Aziz, Mindy, and Cal still like stood out as really just like changing the way we like consume media. Yeah, totally. I mean, they are pioneers, and all of them are 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 have paved the way um to what's more and and what's next right but you know from what is there anything that you think like like what did you like about what these people have said like obviously like the representation they've broke those barriers we like those things is there anything other than that that you like or even like what what didn't you like yeah yeah I think I, I think I jumped the gun and like the things I didn't like was that it was always funny guys even funny mm-hmm. and there was hardly ever like a male Daisy guy who was in like the romantic comedy lead I think that's changing now uh, there's yeah. a couple of examples of that now but that wasn't a thing um yeah what about you I um so one thing I really liked about Cal gosh I think I'm obsessed with Cal Penn after doing all this research like <laughs> I, we've, we've kind of been talking about this. We haven't done like a full on like childhood conversation yet, but um, I grew up in a very like predominantly white area. Um, and even from like a community standpoint, I, I think I struggled with that for a while before coming to college or even in high school. Um, and I, one thing I like about Cal Penn is that his movies he had movies that were about community and Indian community, but he had, he was the first that was like, yeah, here's this Indian kid who's just hanging out with his like friends and mm-hmm. they don't have to be Indian or 
right. be all these other colors. And that truly represented me. Like that represent, it wasn't, it, it, it might be a hot take because the representation matters uh-huh. and the Indian Desi Brown narrative storytelling, it all needs to be there and said, but I also like that it wasn't just about the Indianness. Mm. wasn't just about the brownness this was just a kid in a story and mm-hmm. that really resonated with me that's that's i like that take and i think aziz mindy because they're both writer producers they create Calpen. i don't know has like he was a part of those shows he was more of yes i don't think he like helped in the creation aziz and mindy do and they mm-hmm. both have called out for this and so have like Kumail Nanjani and current contemporaries um, for having romantic leads that were never also Desi, right? And so it's always yeah. like a, it's a Desi and a white person usually getting together. Yep. It's never two Desi people because who's going to want to watch? Who's going to want to watch people? that? Yeah. Right. Slumdog Millionaire kind of broke that. Um, mm-hmm. People were interested, but it had the Bollywood elements, which are also like annoying because not everything we do is sing song dancey. Yeah. Um, or Slumdog stuff, which that's complicated. Yep. Um, that Slumdog became like a another epithet to throw at brown people in high schools. I know like some of my students talk about that, how that's something that they got called instead of being called a poo. Mm. But I will say like, yes, I do love when a cast is diverse. I think Mindy is getting more comfortable with her daisiness and expressing it on camera. I'm hopeful, kind of moving into like what we hope for these people in the future, uh, specifically these three. I think Mindy, like, I would love to see her write a whole show about Daisies. Like, Never Have Ever is almost there because it, like, dives into some really cool family dynamics. Yes. And, like, friends, like, the new season, there's, like, a friend who shows up at high school. Like, that was so real. Like, I had a friend show up at high school that was the new Indian. And I was, like, my mind was blown. I was, like, wait, I'm the Indian guy here. <laughs> like, who I'm are the, you? Yeah. Right? So, like, totally. I like these themes. And I think there is an audience for purely full Desi cast, people will be interested in watching that. We watched full white casts for years. We've had friends, we've had girls, we've had um, other shows like, you know, you know, even like Insecure for the, our black population, like they have a show all about black people and it was hugely successful. Why can't a show just about Desi friends make it? I, I would mm-hmm. challenge Mindy and Aziz to do that. Yeah, it's kind of like, for, we've talked about how like, as we're getting older, we're returning to embracing our culture again. Hopefully that's maybe that's something we see with uh, brown creators in the writing rooms. Yeah, there's so much to be done. And we're, of course, going to do another episode where we talk about like the new wave, Priyanka Chopra, Hasan Minhaj. We're going to dive into those people. But yeah, I think there is progress. Um, And it's, you know, it was really nice to kind of reflect with you on like the last 20 some years of Daisy's in Hollywood. There's so much to unpack. It's kind of like, this is a longer episode and, but there's just really so much and it's just, it, it, you know, maybe this inspires some people to go check these people out. So as we're wrapping up, what do we hope to see in the future? Um, you know, with this new wave, um, more Brown representation, more Brown stories, um, you know, for me personally, someone who I'm so excited to see it, who is, who's really coming up is um, actress Geraldine Vishwanathan. Um, she it was in the movie Blockers with uh, John Cena, uh, Leslie Mann. And, 
she's hilarious and she's she's also in miracle workers which like if you are i mean if you're a harry potter or daniel radcliffe fan just go watch oh my god he is he's so good in this yeah and she's she's like she's so amazing and what i love about her is she's this young adult um kind of like brown girl in america of today um or you know indian american girl and she's kind of breaking this other barrier about uh, brown actresses or, or, or characters. Sorry, let me restart that. Brown female characters who tend to like have always been virginal characters. And she is, you know, just like very modest and pure and just kind of all that societal BS that has been following us forever. And she's just very like, I need a man. Or mm-hmm. I need a man for these physical reasons. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so upfront, so like, and she does it in such a way that's just raw and real, but also like hilarious. And it's not like in your face. It's just like, yeah, she has wants. And it's yeah. a brown girl, a woman saying, I have wants too. Right. And right. I effing love that i don't know if we swear on this episode on this show but i i love that i love that i love that that's something i am so excited to see and mindy i say what i would say she paved the way for that right like she yeah kelly kapoor was that girl but you're right like now like geraldine can just go hard on that and like go hard on that like she's like judd apatow's version of that like it's great um I think for me, while you were speaking, I think for me, I would love to see like collaboration. Like I would love to see what like an Aziz and Mindy show would look like, right? Because I'm tiny bit tired of Mindy's formula. It's a little yeah. obvious. I can, I know what her punchlines are going to be. I still crack up. I still love it. I yeah. eat it up. I'll always watch because I, I think she she's trying her best. And I, I really, truly believe that. And yeah, I would just love to see her like collaborate with like an Aziz or like whoever upcoming writers are, you know, We've talked about people that are in the camera, on the camera, mostly. There's so many writers, producers in the background. We don't even know their names. I don't, at least. Um, so anyway, I would love to see, like, collaboration, because I think there is such a, like, a doggy dog, dog eat dog. Like, I'm going to be the basic successful person. It's like, well, like, like, let's lift each other up. Like, that would be we cool. We can share see. this space. Right, right. Yeah. So I think that's my hope for the future of Hollywood. But anyway, I this agree. is a nice long episode we had a lot to say about this Shivali. we did i know there was there's a lot and and i think there'll be more like um and said we're gonna talk more about this new wave uh coming you know we'll have an episode talking about priyanka chopra that'll be mm-hmm. a really fun one mm-hmm. um and definitely a follow-up episode about the new bridgerton season we're gonna yes. kind of have like a reaction yes yeah so stay tuned for that yes well we will see you all next time brownies this was so fun and keep your posts and questions coming. Yes. Remember to follow us at brownish underscore podcast on Instagram. And, uh, you know, we're putting up polls and lots of engagement surveys up. Keep us posted. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us what you'd like us to change up. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>